0: The Stephen F. Foster Stakes Day at Ellis Park edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate Summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Welcome everybody to the Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and as always, it's all good baby baby, Uh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine, I'm your host Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. Welcome to the show. Um, If you spent 20 minutes listening to my show yesterday, uh, sorry for your luck. Um, let's go ahead. Let's, let's get into it. Uh, I, note I have on my outline here, uh, simply reads, God damn it. Belmont. Really? Really? With zero mo- minutes to post? Really? Well, money in the pools. Really? He's he started loading them in the gate and you're like, you know, maybe not like they've been walking in the paddock. Riders were up and they just busted a U-turn. That's some social anxiety shit right there. That's like, if you've ever had a friend with just social anxiety, who just like walks into a party and nopes out That that was Belmont today. Um, listen, with that being said, there's nobility in trying to get a horse racing card in. I mean, not everyone's a big trainer running on the big days for, for some of these trainers, some of these smaller claiming races though, you know, might be their Super Bowl. That might be one of like two horses they have. But at some point though, when every other track in, in the northeast of North America, not just in this here nation, uh, has canceled. Did did you just state ever take a step back and say, just us? It's just it's just us right now? We're, we're alone? Listen. Even Forrest Gump, that's right. I'm I'm going to the Gump here. He's not a smart man, but he knows what love is. And he learned in Vietnam that being alone was a bad thing. Maybe, maybe you know, when you realize you're the only only track running, might have been a good time to take stock of the situation. And listen, if you have eyes, uh, the sky around Belmont Kind of looked like the inside of an mobile after about a two-blunt session. Those windows all the way up. Not even a crack in the sunroof because moonroofs didn't put those in mobiles. Only the sun shines on a goddamn Oldsmobile. It looks like the atmospheric layer that only exists over Black Crows and Ziggy Marley concerts. It was that kind of dank hazy out there. I'm not surprised. I am bummed. Uh, I think a lot of this is just me being bitter because obviously, you know, I put a lot of I put a lot of work into putting out these shows, and give you guys good information. So this is the second time in a row I've done one for um, let me say I call it absolutely fucking no reason, um, which would have been nice about four hours ahead of, you know, to know about four hours ahead of time that I had indeed wasted my entire day yesterday. Um, I'm not bitter. I'm just bitter. That's the best way to put it. Deep cleansing breath. A little a little saw there. Get back in the winning spirit. Never lost. Maybe take a vacation to the coast. Courtesy of Peter Pan bus line. <laughs> Clear my head. All right. End a rant. Let's talk about what we are going to be talking about here. Um, I think I had a recording at Ellis Park episode uh, a couple of weeks ago whenever I was having mic problems. So no one was... Uh, Treated to uh, how I like to refer to Ellis Park as ALP. I don't know. I don't know. I I refuse to explain myself, though I will uh, try to many times during this podcast here. Uh, They got six stakes races. They've got an all stakes late pick four. We're going to hit every single stakes race on this Ellis Park card. We're going to give you some bets. We're going to give you some picks for a winner. And I don't know how you feel about being teased but might have a little all stakes pick late pick four ticket for you i don't know i don't know if i we'll have the time all right let's talk about the first race the first stakes race is going to be actually let me set this up for you this is all happening at ellis park in henderson kentucky uh first post of this card is going to be twelve forty five eastern eleven forty a.m god's time in the goddamn morning, uh, post time for the first stakes race, the American Derby, uh, one forty-three Eastern weird time, twelve forty-three God's time. For some reason, slightly more palatable. All right, race three, the eight and a half furlong, two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar American Derby is on the turf. All right, everyone, listen up. It's gonna get uh, bias speculation weird here for a minute. If you know me, I'll. I, uh, it's demeaning how much I like to follow, uh, track bias. Little pig boy. <laughs> Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch baby mistress gets to stand on. So that turf course at Ellis Park had just been sunbaked. Uh, around these parts, I think they call it, uh, a, a drier than a popcorn fart. Uh, it's like concrete with a little bit of Chia Pet hair on top of it. Well, they got some rain yesterday. In fact, all their races came off of turf, and they've actually got a chance of rain in the forecast tomorrow. That might flip the bias on these uh turf races. You might get the jump on a lot of people if you start considering more off-the-pace horses, not the early speed cruising on the, on the concrete, you know, Chia Pube track. So, with the moisture, with the forecast for tomorrow, I'm going to be getting bold, just not in this race. Uh, This looked like a a stone cold single to the favorite in the uh, American uh, Derby uh, to the two Wadsworth at nine to five um, for Brad Cox. If this was any, in any sort of horizontal sequence, this isn't connected to the later races, but if you wanted to use it in a daily double or pick three, that would be a single stone cold single. And there's no value in what win betting this it's Brad Cox in Kentucky, that price is only going to go down. I'm going to be checking the probables on exactus pretty much the entire time until this goes to post. Uh, because what I want to do is still make money with a winning opinion, which I think Wadsworth is. Um, so I have to try to milk profit margin out of it somehow. And the way I'm going to do it uh, is going to be with just like a, a real swole base wager uh, exacta. Like I'm really going to up that total. So say I maybe wanted to spend $20 a race. It would be a $10 exacta here. Um, What I'm going to do is put Wadsworth on top and I have two horses that I'm going to use underneath. Listen, the pace supports Wadsworth. Uh, If I'm right about the track condition, it really supports Wadsworth. I'm going to use that on top with the five hidden path and the six. Sharar underneath uh the 5 was one of only like two horse good enough to win this race but i think it's going to be pace compromise, maybe bias compromise for todd pletcher with the uh, flavor flav flavian pratt up um i think it's a good spot to fade that horse it could be the one that goes is the best of the speed and just hangs on for the exacta uh and then i'm using sharar uh the other todd pletcher we're adding the blinks. This horse has a little bit of stocking to it. Uh, you know, finished fifth uh, after uh, shipping from Dubai in June, June 3rd at Churchill Downs in the Audubon. Not the German Highway, the, the one that's more like the Birdwatcher Society, the Audubon. Um, maybe this horse got the Dubai bounce out of its way. I still really like Wadsworth, um, so I'm not going to consider it on top, but I do like that horse to be one. To maybe kind of uh, sharpen up the exacta because uh, this is the co longish of the board uh, with along with the three desert duke at eight to one. So that's more than likely where your exacta uh, value is going to come from. Hidden path also six to one. It's not like that's going to be juicy. If we get around using most dash, the one could pay pretty decent if you do a higher base exacta. Whew, that was a whole lot to say about uh, not really. You know, big stakes race, but an interesting one. But you know what's more interesting? That's you. That's right, you. I'm kicking this flavor directly into your ear because are you not a person who deserves comfort, function, fashion? Something like a Lululemon? you can wear it because you're a dude. Or if you're a lady, you can still wear a Lululemon. You can wear bird dogs, too. You can pull them over your Lulus because you're more proud of your bird dogs. They just fit way better. They got the cloud-knit fabric, and it looks just like khaki. I've been saying it over and over again, guys. To get through a summer, a dude needs two pairs of khaki shorts. got to keep it in the chain. Not necessarily, but for me, at least. Listen, they also got... Anti-stink sweat wicking fabric. You know why? Because swamp ass is real, but it doesn't have to be. So go to birddogs.com slash pool enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. you probably won't even want to take them off your Lulus. Alright, back to LP. So stakes races, they starts in three. It skips to race six, race six, to the six and a half furlong, $225,000 Kelly's landing stakes. Fun fact. Uh, Kelly's land. The Kelly's landing stakes is named uh, for, and is a celebration of uh, the Canadian Dawson's Creek. Uh, Kelly's landing. Probably. I make shit up. Get used to it. This race at the sprint distance with a pace that really doesn't project to be all that quick. I'm going to get cute with who I think is going to be lone early speed. And that's the five. Marsalis. Five to one. Now I can already hear you. I can hear you clamoring. But Wolf of Oakland, Rosario? Early speed? To them I say the trainer matters here. You silly bitch. I cannot count on Rosario to send on early speed on just his own. I always say that when they give Rosario uh, instructions, you know, trainers instructions, he, uh, he just goes, yeah, I'm not going to, not going to do any of that. Same thing with, uh, Ortiz except when he rides for the ass man, Steve Asmussen, Stevie K 10 K, uh, Stevie, Stevie a 10 K, uh, the most winningest trainer in North American history. Listen, Rosario will go on Steve Asmussen's horses. I think it's because, Asmussen is so tall, it's scary, but also he kind of looks like the dude. So you feel like comfortable with him, but like you're you comfortably know that he'll fuck you up. I think it's Rosario loose on the lead. And Rosario loose on the lead, that's something that you're gonna tell your kids about, like trying to find like the last VHS copy of Jurassic Park and the new releases at Blockbuster and then having to settle for like an off brand ass dinosaur movie. I really like uh the uh and horse here, the five Marsalis, five to one. That's just gonna be a straight up win bet. Let's let's not get cute. Let's hit the the old pick one here. All right. Let's keep on keeping on, keep on navigating down to where we hit the all-stakes late pick four that starts race eight, nine furlongs, four hundred thousand dollar uh Florida Lee Stakes. Who that say they're going to beat them Saints. That's what I think every time I think of Florida Lees. Um, also, I think of Jameis Winston eating finger W's the snacks of champions. So early speed's been cruising at this track on the main track. And much to my surprise, there's actually not a ton of early speed signed on into this race. It's another green light to get super cute with two horses that I think will be on the front. The first is going to be Bella Moore. Bella Moore is the five, five-year-old mayor for Simon Callahan gets Marty Garcia up Uh heck of a price here. Five to one. Uh, that's price is definitely right. And then I'm also going to look at the three Royal take charge. It's a horse that freaked and put up a 98 Bris in its, in its you know, winning debut effort. Speed figures regressed in the second start. However, she won facing winners for the first time uh then it was a close second off the shelf at keeneland with another regression in figures then the horse pops a figure close to its career debut uh you know in a big time winning effort poured it on six and three quarters there's a lot of questions though like what can the horse do third off the layoff for al stall here it's the first time it's ever tried that in its career also, if the pop and big regression thing is a pattern, then this horse is due to take a step back. Uh, but maybe not enough of regression to necessarily lose this race. So I I like Royal Take Charge and I like Bellamore here. Uh, let's see, let me give you some odds. It's coming in at five to one, Royal Take Charge, at six to one. They're almost equal. I might not win bet because this is a great spot to try to get soup's cute super cute with a part wheel trifecta. I really love uh, you know, you have a lot of tools in your in your tool chest for structuring bets when it comes to, you know, horizontals and what the what the situation might be. When I have two overlays, I love this structure where I use both of those overlays in first in the trifecta. So I'd be using Bell Bellamore with a 3 Royal take. Uh, and then my trifecta would be uh, one three Bellamore and ro- Royal uh, take charge. Uh, and second would be one three five five being Pauline's Pearl that we're adding in. And then we go one two, adding in Moon Swag, Royal take charge, and Pauline's Pearl. So one three with one three five with one two four five. Trying to take advantage of the two overlays with the structure, similar to what we did, uh, you know, on. Uh, Belmont Day with the horse and manual. Uh, We felt like we had two good overlays there. It came in just right. Boomer. That's the Florida Lee Stakes. Because we love underdogs. In fact, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best ball mania 4 is here. And Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em. It's also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. There's so many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Like probably like Ohio. Like Ohio and Iran. They they block. They 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 say no to the same things, I think. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. It's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right. Guys, if you got to get your Zoomies out, get your sillies out, do it because we're going to rip through the next three races here. Um, so hit pause. Like I just want to stress that this is a podcast. And you're not listening to me on the radio because, one, who does that anymore? Uh, and two, um, yeah, just. Learn learn how podcasts work. We've been over this so many times. It's getting frustrating. All right, let's move to race nine. Eight and a half furlongs, $400,000. Wise Dan Stakes is a grade two on the turf. All right. Love seeing that there's going to be a chance of rain all through the day. This is a graded stakes on the turf. This one does not come off. I don't care if it's, it might be one of those rare times where you get a soft yielding. It was so dry. It's probably good. That's probably what it's going to be. No worse than good. Um, so I, I do think that that change is going to really hurt horses on the front. It's really going to hor- help these middle of the pack horses. I'm skeptical that it really helps deeper closers, and for that reason, I'm going to fade the chalk here. Who's the eight set piece for Brad Cox? Uh, this horse wants to come from about five to six links, you know, off of the off the pace, and that fade opens up some some interesting possibilities. I'm between two horses here, the three Camp Hope at five to one and the five play action pass at 12 to one Uh, Camp Hope and the awesomely named uh, jockey uh, Brian Hernandez, Brian J. Hernandez, Jr. uh, Hashtag BJHJ. They look like, you know, the logical until you see this is a possible bounce spot. Seems to happen to this horse quite a bit after it throws, you know, a a, a pretty big figure horse is coming off of what? Probably a top three career figure. Traditionally that does not end well for Campo. So the pick is going to be the five play action pass for funky Cole, Robert Medina. He gets TF up second off the layoff after glorified workout at Churchill downs last out, uh, you know, hundred, Hundred seventy five thousand dollar optional claimer. I don't think the horse is cranked. The horse is trending up. I really like it. Second off the layoff, horse is one second off the layoff before. Um, everything seems to work out for it. Quite honestly, I, I really like how this shapes up for him. And so it's it's a must play. And with play action pass at twelve to one, I think it probably takes some money because of you know Tyler Gaff- Gaffleyon. People might not pay attention to the sample size and just see Robert Medina is hitting at 50% because he's won two or four races. Maybe it does take a bunch of money. Monitor this one. I don't mind people making place or hell, even show bets, but just look at what is in the actual pools. It might be a really good show bet if we're fading set piece here and we don't think we hit the board. I do think the horse hits the board, though. Makes a pretty good win place bets. So that's more than likely the way that we attack it, unless the pools get... Uh, how some say fucky tomorrow. <sighs> All right. Let's move it on to the feature race. The big one on the card. Scratch, hit me with the horse, man! Y'all ready? Let's go! Oh, no. Let's go! Oh, Y'all ready? ready? Let's go! Let's go! Come on! Hey bite! You. Jump, jump. That this is the crunkest uh, discussion of the Steven of Foster stakes ever. Uh I I love this. I, I hope Churchill Downs gets everything together soon because I do like the nighttime Stephen F. Foster card. That's a It's a good little, you know, good racing under the lights. So, I've been stiff-arming Cox since the third race. Like, just like the Heisman Trophy, same leather helmet, but this one is rebuffing Cox. Nope. Number two uh, of the stakes races for Cox uh, with the six West Will power Uh, the horse is just faster and has a history of fucking crushing off of layoffs um actually really shocked that you're getting seven to two i have a feeling that this horse more than likely uh gets hit a little bit in the uh, pools goes off the favorite but how how heavily backed i mean the price comes down but if it's two to one i still think it's a just a straight up win bet i still think that there's value there now, if I don't get as much value out of the win bet, what I'd maybe consider is using West Will Power as a free square in a daily double, maybe stretching it out to some of the horses that I'm going to mention here in the finale. Race 11, eight furlongs, $225,000. Teppan stakes on the turf. God, I hope, God, I hope, hopefully my theory that uh, off pace kind of turns on after the track gets a little drink ski poo to soften it up uh, is hopefully right and in play. And I've caught, uh, John Q betting public uh, with his dockers around his ankles um and not a flattering position there's some pace at play here the one Sandra D three Heavenly Sunday and the six metaphysical hell even the eight Santa Fe gold they could all be out gunning for that early leap it's going to put three horses who are going to be sitting behind that wave in the first run pack uh you know, in prize position. If I'm right, if I'm right about what the, the bias does, those three horses are the two, Safine, the five, Jagara, and the nine, Classy Bridget. Now, Safine, the twos at five to one. Jagara, uh, actually the favorite in the race, uh, two to one. And then the nine, Classy Bridget for Chris Hartman with money, Mitch Merle, bet Mitch, get rich. In uh, at fifteen to one, so let's start poking holes here. I've got three horses I like. Holes need to be poked. First, when I toss right off the bat, even though it is the big price, uh, I toss classy Bridget. Though I would use it in horizontals uh, because I don't have any turf form to consider. No winning turf sibs or half sips, you know, from the mare, uh, nor any published turf works. I don't have anything that tells me that this horse is actually going to like the surface like in, in the slightest. So that feels like the, the dicey play for for a win bet. Um well I can also still get you know value elsewhere. I see Safine and Jagara actually as fairly equal. So the best way to handle it always insist. and me on the two Safine for Eddie Keneally with Luis Sayas up. I mean the horse has Great stocking ability. It's going to be sitting right where I want it to be. Uh, Could be tucked into the rail saving ground. So I'm going in the 11th, just a straight up on the two Safine at five to one. Look at that six stakes races in like 25 minutes. Who values your time more than me? Uh, The answer is you. I don't give a shit about your time. Quite honestly. I, this is pure mental masturbation for me. All right, let's talk about a bonus. All stakes. Pick four ticket. That's right. I said bonus. I'm just handing out, handing out things like candy right now. Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to give y'all you your glow up here. So let me give you my all stakes pick four here. This starts in race eight, ends in race eleven. I'm gonna kick it off with the one and the three. Uh, the one was the uh, Bellamore at five to one, and the three. Rail take charge. Uh, and that one, two horses we used on top of the trip trifecta. Uh, and then in the next leg, I'm going three, five, six. Uh, there's a horse number six uh Catanzit. I didn't mention it. I don't think it's a win contender or a strong one, but it's a, it's a, like a C kind of horse that I want to work on to this ticket. I mean, cause the price is actually there. Uh, with with Katanzit. uh, Katanzit's Uh at, at twelve to one. You know, maybe it's just a numbers game. Maybe all the, you know, horses from this wave of pace don't actually, you know, they get caught up by something and then just falls to uh Katanzit. I'm not have a I don't have an expensive ticket. I can afford to spread it out. Uh so three five six in the second leg. Third leg, we're taking our free square with West Will power the six. And then in the good old money leg race 11 time to get paid blow up like the world trade i'm going to use those three horses i mentioned i I cut classy bridget from a win bet uh a a win bet possibility uh, but i do want that big price in the last leg of my ticket Uh, it's the same thing of Playing the numbers game, all these horses, I do kind of like them. They all kind of fit the the pace projection where they're going to, you know, what path they're going to be in, what kind of setup they get. So we're using two, five, and nine there. It ends up a nine dollar ticket for a 50 cent base. Let me rattle it off for you one more time. Race eight, we were one three. Race nine, three, five, six. Race ten, six, then race eleven, two, five, nine. So at a fifty cent base, nine bucks. Hell, if you want to press it for a buck, it won't even cost you. I don't know if people said this in other parts of the world. Me and my friends, we always called, called it a twomper. There's uh, my friend, John Champagne, used to say, twomper. He actually learns at a regular rate and does very well with medical research in Boston. So what does that say about you for thinking that? He just likes to say things in a funny way. Don't be, don't be. Like, I don't want to cancel you, but I will. <sighs> That's it. That's going to do it for us here at the Notorious OTB. Don't forget, we got merch, and it's dope. Uh, You can find it at store.sgpn or store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. If you go to brands, uh, you scroll down, you'll see the Notorious OTB. I'm talking T-shirts. I know no one can think about, you know, hoodies right now because it's hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock. Um, But, you know, it's not always going to be that way. And you can plan ahead for, you know, if you're like me, you chub up a little bit, you know, when it gets colder. So you can maybe, maybe stretch out to the extra large. Get yourself a large shirt, t shirt, stretch out to the extra large. So check those out. We also got coffee mugs. If you want to, you know, either have coffee or if you're an alcoholic hiding your drinking and want to just pour rum in it, you can do that too. This feels like my most depraved uh, episode yet. There was a lot of me talking to myself. I'll tell you all the truth. I work from home. My wife goes to an office. of how the day goes for me. <sighs> also, gotta say, I said some pretty terrible things about uh, Matthew DeSantis and how he feels about chic dog breeds owned by celebrities. It wasn't true. It wasn't true. I was just trying to bring him down to my level. It's impossible. He's a fucking sweetie pie. We will catch you next time with more Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network.